everyone. Welcome to the Misorganized Show. I'm your host, Tracy Pay, here to give you some tips and tricks on how to clear your mess to relieve your stress so you can live a life of peace and happiness. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about plan to have a clean slate. It's that time of year again when that clean slate desire is in the air and people are motivated to purge and organize their homes. They buy all the bins, they say they'll do it this weekend, and then they daydream about what their spaces are going to look like when they're all done. And then the weekend comes. They put on their sneakers, grab their cup of coffee, and they jump right in. And then they become quickly overwhelmed, and then they mentally check out about mm, an hour later, but resolve to do it the following weekend. Does that sound familiar to anybody? That's a pretty common scenario that I hear most of my clients talk about when they try to do this work on their own. And listen, finishing an organizing project, it it takes more than just fancy containers and saying you're going to do it. You need a plan. Without a plan, even a simple one, it's easy to get stuck, sidetracked, and overwhelmed. You know, that's the number one reason why people call me is because they're overwhelmed. The number one. And I explain it to them like this, so they understand what's happening. When you get overwhelmed, your body goes into fight, flight, or freeze. And then what happens is you shoot adrenaline into the frontal lobe of your brain. And guess what's located in the frontal lobe of the brain? Your executive functions. What are executive functions, Tracy Pay, you ask? Well, there's several of them, but let's talk about the ones that are related to organizing. Organizing is, is an executive function for one, time management, impulse control, decision-making, remember that one, planning. Those are all executive functions. And if that part of your brain is shut down, then that means all those executive functions are compromised. And those are all the things that you need in order to get through an organizing project. Then what happens is the brain will slip into what's called the mammalian brain, the reptilian brain, the primitive brain, the caveman brain. And that part of your brain is operating more on emotions. And then you become more like a chicken with your head cut off rather than operating from a place of calm, clear, making logical decisions, acting methodically. And that's the way that you want to operate when you are going through an organizing project. So I'm going to give you some tips and tricks, how to create a project plan. So you can finally finish those projects once and for all. And you're not looking at your garage a year later saying next weekend, Next weekend, next weekend, because we all know next weekend ain't happening. Let's just be honest, folks. Let's just be honest. So tip number one, you got to create a goal. When you start with some sort of goal in your mind, it's easier to create the tasks to accomplish those goals. It doesn't have to be a very specific goal, although the more specific that you can get, the better but it could just be more of a general goal. I want to move that rack. I want to 
create a, uh, I want to convert the office into a, a baby's room. I want to add some exercise equipment to the garage. Or I want to make room for a smoothie machine. I don't know, in your kitchen. But some sort of a goal, because when you have that goal, then it's going to be a lot easier to figure out the tasks that you need to accomplish that goal. So start there. And my second tip, this is a little strategy that I created. I called forward think and backwards plan. So now that you have forward thought to come up with your goal, now what you need to do is you need to work backwards to determine the action steps to accomplish that goal. And if you have the conversation with yourself that sounds like if then, use these words, if then, then it's going to be a lot easier for you to figure out what those tasks are. So it might sound something like this. If I want to put the Peloton in the garage, then I have to move the tires. That's an example from an actual client. And then you just keep working backwards until you find the easiest step to start with. So maybe in front of the tires, there's a bunch of, um, I don't know, water bottles on the ground that are blocking the tires, but you can't move those tires until you move the water bottles. So that's the first step. The first step is to put the Peloton in the garage. The first step is to move the water bottles so you can move the tires so you can put the Peloton there. Does that make sense? So again, I call that strategy the forward think and backwards plan. Here's my third tip. Write it down. Write down what those action steps are. If you keep visual track of the action steps, you have it in front of you so you don't have to remember it, it's going to enable you to spend less time thinking about what you need to do and more time working once you've gotten started. So many times I have a lot of clients who they start digging in. They're like, oh, I'm just going to organize my garage. That's their goal. Organize my garage. That's a pretty freaking big goal. Granted, it's a goal, but it's a big goal. And then they say, okay, I'm going to take the laundry off the floor. And then what? They, they take the laundry off the floor. And then what? Now you have to slip into thinking mode and planning mode, which is different than working mode, which is different than action mode. Half the problem with getting organized, half the battle, half the challenge is figuring out what it is that you need to do in the first place. So the more you could figure that out in advance and write it down. So when that next step is accomplished, when that step is accomplished and you have a next step that you have to perform, you look at your list and you don't spend that time trying to figure it out at that moment, because guaranteed if you're spending that time to figure it out, you're not going to figure it out. And you're probably going to stop what you're doing because your brain's going to get too overwhelmed trying to figure it out. Uh, for, for planning purposes, I personally love the tools that I personally love to use is uh, I'm a big fan of the, the Franklin planner. Um, but if you're more of the, the digital, uh, way of keeping track of tasks, uh, Basecamp is also awesome. And so is Trello. Those are excellent tools for, for project management. 
So my fourth tip on planning to have a clean slate is to schedule a specific time. Instead of saying, you're going to do it this weekend, look for a specific time during that weekend. For example, 10 to 2. On Saturday from 10 to 2, I'm going to purge the sporting equipment in the garage. And the more specific you are with the time frame that you're going to do it, the better the chances are that you're going to do it. And you need to schedule that into, you don't just put it in your head, you need to schedule that into your calendar. One of the things I love doing to my clients, I love putting them on the spot when they tell me, oh yeah, I'm going to organize my garage myself. When? This summer? Uh-huh. Okay. When? During the summer. Like, are we talking July, August, September? What are we talking here? Oh, I don't know. We're going to be traveling probably then when I have time, get back from travel. It's probably going to be, I don't know, September. Awesome. Great. So now we just took it from sometime during the year to September. But then I take it even further and I say, hey, all right, so September. Are we talking during the week? Are we talking during the weekend? What are we talking? Uh, I probably, probably during the weekend. Fantastic. So now we went from the entire year to September on a weekend, which weekend, you know, there's four of them, which weekend. And then they're forced to think about their calendar a little bit more. Well, Johnny's got soccer practice this weekend. And then we're out of town visiting, you know, going to Martha's Vineyard this weekend. And so probably the weekend that I have is, uh, the third weekend of the, of September wonderful. So are we talking Friday? Are we talking Saturday? Are we talking Sunday? What day are we talking here? Uh, now they're getting really uncomfortable because <laughs> I know I'm putting the pressure on them. You darn tootin' I am because I want to help you get this done. So are we talking Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? Well, Friday is this, it's Saturday is this, probably Sunday. Amazing. So now we've gone from the entire year to September We've gone uh, from any weekend in September to the third weekend in September, and we've gone to any day during the weekend in September to Sunday in the third week of September. And then the last final twist that I, I, I twist their arm a little bit more and I say, okay, so what time are we going to do it on Sunday? Are we talking in the mornings or afternoon, evenings? You know, what do, what do you think? Well, probably I got to go to church this time. And then, you know, I don't want to do it in the evenings because I know I'll probably be tired. I got to make dinner. So probably in the afternoon. Great. So does that mean two, two to six? Does that mean 12 to two, 12 to four? Pro- All right. Probably, um, you know, 12 to four. Amazing. So now we just went from the entire year to September third weekend of September from 12 to four. And then I make them bust out their calendar and actually put it into their calendar. And guess what? Because we got that specific, which is not always possible, but the more specific you can get, there's a better chance you're going to get it done. And if you really put it into your calendar, then everything else has to get scheduled around it because I guarantee you when that day comes, 
when it's time to organize, there's always going to be something else that's going to take a priority over that. It's almost always how it works. So I highly recommend that you schedule a specific time, not just set a specific time, schedule it, put it in your calendar. And my final last tip is prioritizing. As much as everyone wants to get it done right away, you, you just can't. You cannot organize your entire garage all, all at once. You cannot organize your entire house all at once. You have to prioritize what you're going to do in your garage at certain times. So first, you're going to start with, I always personally, when I'm working with a client, my first goals are always to create clear walking paths and setting the perimeter with zones. Those are the goals. And the reason for that is because if you think about it, you really can't work in your garage if you can't even walk through your garage. If you can't walk from front to back and side to side, if you can't get to that shelf where you want to purge your Christmas ornaments, you're not going to purge your Christmas ornaments. So you've got to get to them in the first place. And to do that, you've got to create a clear walking path. And then you're setting the perimeter with zones. And in, in garages, the zones are pretty typical. Holidays, sports, the Costco zone, that's paper towels, toilet paper, the replaceable kind of stuff that you have to replace often. Um, tool zone. Setting the zones in the garage. And then you could be more detailed once you have done that. But the first goal is to create the clear walking paths. So with that priority in mind, that's what we get done right away. And that's where your action steps come in. So again, if you're planning in advance, you've decided what your goal is and you've decided what the tasks are in order to accomplish that goal, then you're able to look at your list and say, this is what needs to come first. This is what needs to come second. And then that's going to make it much easier for you to actually finish your organizing project. So you could say, I'm going to enjoy my summertime and I'm not going to let this be another year where I look at my garage and say, this weekend, this weekend, this weekend. If you have a plan in place before you get started, you're setting yourself up to finish it. And that's what you want. And if you follow your plan, you're going to have that clean slate feeling that we all want before you even know it. And let me tell you something, that clean slate feeling, that's a glorious feeling. There's nothing that feels better than done. I can promise you that. Thank you for listening to the Misorganized Show. If you'd like to learn more about how I can help you clear your mess to relieve your stress, visit my website, misorganized.com. You can also find me on Facebook at Misorganized San Diego and on Instagram at Misorganized. And if you want to take a deeper look at the whys of clutter and the house of organizing, check out my book on Amazon, If Clutter Could Talk, The Stories It Would Tell.